We've had the opportunity to meet and work with a lot of wonderful people. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing. It was all started by a mouse. Oh boy, here we go! Are you kidding me? Out of the gates, this is not happening! By the way, what title would you like? Mary Poppins, practically perfect in every way. I ain't like a pig! Pumba, you are a pig. Oh. I almost forgot. That's why they call me Thumper. You're listening to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to the Magic on a Dollar podcast. My name is David Dollar. This is episode number 68 of the Magic on a Dollar podcast, and I'm back. I am finally back in the podcasting chair after a few weeks off. I got to tell you, uh, it's it's tough sometimes. You got your kid at home for the summer, and he's not one to let me just do things like this. And, you know, I can't really leave him alone downstairs in the living room while I go upstairs to podcast. And so, you know, it's it's hard to podcast. And I thought, you know what? Let me just take two weeks off. Disney will be there. Fall is approaching. Halloween party starting, what, tomorrow night? I mean, it's Thursday when this drops, and so Friday the 16th of, a- of August is the first Halloween party. I mean, it's Halloween in August, because that's what Disney does, of course. So that's going to happen, and just, you know, Disney will be there. The news will be there. we got D23 coming up in a few weeks, and so that's going to be crazy, and all the announcements they'll make there. And so I thought, you know what, let's just take two weeks off, and we did. I also took a week off of my other podcast. Um, my kids got the autism, the autism podcast, from an autism dad who has no idea what he's doing. That drops every Monday, and I took this past Monday off because, again, I just wasn't able to get one out, and that's okay. That's all right because I love talking to a few people. I love talking to my podcasting friends. I love putting the episodes out there, and uh, I'm not going to try to force it to make an episode just to get something out. I want to give you something pretty decent. You know, you can decide whether it's decent or not, the the actual episodes that I edit and put out there, but but hey, here we are. We are back. We're ready to go. A little bit later on in this episode, my good friend Jennifer, a Ponastar Jen, will be coming on. We'll have a few little announcements there. We'll be talking a little bit later about what to do when the world just falls apart. And what I mean by world is in terms of Disney World, not the whole world itself, but what to do when fast passes don't work, when your tickets don't work, when you get shut out of the front gate because the systems don't work. What do you do? How do you handle it? We'll be talking a little bit about that because I've had that happen to me before. I know Jennifer's had that happen to her before. And of course, we have a story from a few weeks ago on uh, the end of July when that was a catastrophic failure on the part of Disney to get to get people in. And so we'll talk a little bit about that. That's coming up later. But first, hey, we got a bunch of news. and so Let's get to it. Well, howdy, folks. Let's gather around. Here's some Disney news from around these parts and around the world. We're just going to jump around on the news stories here because I've got some things written down just to get to. And first, we'll kick it off with some college football. I love college football, and they're calling it Week Zero. Saturday, August 24th, the college football season finally gets going with just two games on the schedule. Miami taking on Florida and Arizona taking on Hawaii. Now, Arizona and Hawaii, that's over in Honolulu. That's not really something we're worried about. Um, Probably going to pick Arizona in that game, probably by 10, but we'll see. Miami taking on Florida, however, will be in Orlando. And to, to celebrate... College Game Day crew from ESPN will be headed to Walt Disney World. They will be there uh, 
broadcasting, basically. Reese Davis, Kirk Herbstreet, Lee Corso, Desmond Howard, David Pollock, and Maria Taylor all broadcasting live from the Magic Kingdom on Saturday, August 24th. Uh, it's going to be pretty cool, actually. So if you're there, you'll be able to go on man- down Main Street, and you know, they will be there. Now, I will tell you, on the 24th of August, it's probably going to be pretty stinking busy. So just so you know, I don't know if the fans will be able to go out there and bring all their steins and all their flags and things like that. I don't know if the, the Washington State flag will be there. I'm guessing it will be. And if, for those of you in the know about the College Game Day show that's been going on at ESPN for, what, 20 years now, the Washington State flag is something that's been there at every single episode, every single show. So I'm wondering if that will actually be there. Let's hope so. But anyway, August 24th, College Game Day crew kicks off on week zero, talking all about Miami versus Florida. Go Gators, and I'm going to pick it right now. Gators 24, Miami 10. Uh, 14 point win for the Florida Gators. That's my pick. Keeping with the sports theme over at Disney Springs, the NBA experience is finally open. The Disney Quest building closed a few years ago, and right there in the west side of Disney Springs in the uh, shopping and dining area. NBA Experience is a hard ticket experience, which means you have to buy a ticket to get in, featuring 13 interactive elements and activities across 44,000 square feet and two floors, including interactive games, photo ops, trivia challenges, exercises. Uh, ESPN's Rachel Nichols hosted the opening ceremonies on August the 12th. Uh, NBA stars like Victor Oladipo, Mike Conley, Dwayne Wade, Grant Hill, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, they were all there uh, with uh, uh, Commissioner Adam Silver and Disney CEO Bob Iger. So they were all there talking about the uh, talking about the NBA experience opening up. Tickets for the experience, $34 for adults, $29 for kids, ages 3 through 9. We do recommend you wear athletic footwear, and everybody must sign a waiver to participate. I am an NBA fan in so much as I root for the Spurs and I root for the Orlando Magic, conveniently enough, in Orlando. The Orlando Magic are never really that good. The Spurs have been very good in the past, and they're pretty good now. But otherwise, I don't really do a whole lot of NBA stuff. I mean, I I watch the NBA here and there. I kind of keep up with the news. But overall, I don't really watch a lot of games. I'll be honest with you. This doesn't interest me. This does not interest me at all. And I kind of miss Disney Quest. I actually had never been to Disney Quest, and I really wanted to go. I feel like they could have updated some of those games all along, and it would have been perfect. Um, So I don't know... What you're going to get from this? I, I have no idea. That's just a just an outside look at uh, at NBA experience. It may be fantastic. It may be amazing. It may be awesome. I have no clue. But anyway, the NBA experience is now open for your basketball uh, for your basketball needs there at Disney Springs. If you have a young princess and even a young knight who want to get fairy tailed up, the princesses want to get all dolled up with the glitter and the hair and the knights, little guys, they want to get the knight treatment, they can go into their own fairy tale at the brand new, or as Disney calls it, the grand new Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique location now open at Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. Uh, location offers guests ages 3 to 12 magical transformations from their very own fairy godmother in training. Now, there were two, uh, two locations already. There was one at the castle, and that's the one that everybody wants to go to. Of course, it is at the castle, and then ideally, you walk right out of the Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, walk right across the sidewalk there, right across the little tunnel there, and there is Cinderella's Royal Table, where you get to eat and meet the princesses and stuff all decked out, and people love doing that. I have actually, as a travel planner, done that many times for, for families. It's not always easy to get set up, but I've done it before. Uh, the other trick was there was a boutique over at the Disney Springs location, which is the exact same boutique. It's just at Disney Springs, which made it harder because you were there. Then you had to leave Disney Springs, get to the Magic Kingdom. Sometimes that was a 30 or 45 minute trip, depending on traffic. So it's great to have it at the Grand Floridian because when you walk out, you just hop on a boat and zip right across the water to the Magic Kingdom. And there 
you are. So it's really cool that it's now open at the Grand Floridian. Uh, you can have your different packages and stuff. Whenever you reserve it, you actually don't have to reserve a certain package. You can just say basic package and get that. Also opening up there at the uh, the same area, a Beauty and the Beast photo op at the Grand Floridian. You'll be able to meet Belle and Beast, and there will be a photo op there on the second floor. Uh, so it's perfect. Walk out of the boutique, go meet Beast and Belle, get some pictures taken, and zip right across to the Magic Kingdom and do your thing. So very, very cool that that's open. I'm very glad this is open because we need more boutiques out there because this is a very, very, very popular location. On the other side of the aisle, go across uh, and down I-4, you get to Universal. They had some massive news that came out uh, 1st of August, and they had this big release where they were doing this big announcement. Everybody kind of knew what it was, but we kind of had to hear them say it. And, of course, it is a new theme park, Universal's Epic Universe, which... Kind of a redundant name, but that will be opening up sometime probably 2021, 2022-ish, something like that. It's going to be a massive theme park area. Now, if you look at a map, you've got Universal Studios, Islands of Adventure, all the resorts are around there. There's Portofino Bay, and there's Hard Rock, and Royal Pacific, Cabana Bay, Adventura, Volcano Bay. Across the highways, Endless Summer, that's their brand new value resort. So that's right over there. Now, down the road, probably maybe a mile or so, they're going to have Epic Universe. And so Universal doesn't own all that land in between, but I guess they're going to have some sort of shuttle system where you can go over there. There will be a hotel, at least one at Epic Universe, and I think there will be a hotel that actually might open up directly into the park itself. That's very early on guessing. Epic Universe should contain, will contain Mario World, and Super Mario Land is one thing, or Nintendo Land as they call it. That's one thing we know is coming to Universal. So uh, they're going to be, that will be there at Epic Universe. Also some other theories as to what might be there. Secret Life of Pets may be there. They may do something else to some of the Marvel stuff. We'll see there. There is uh, rumors of maybe in How to Train Your Dragon area and the Harry Potter area, which we know will be coming to this new park, probably going to be themed to the Fantastic Beasts storyline. Now, there are five movies total in this storyline. We've had two already. The Crimes of Grindelwald was the one that came out last November, and I think another one's coming out either at the end of this year or sometime next year, maybe every two years or so, we'll have another one for the whole Fantastic Beasts. Basically... It was based on the tiny book that was created by J.K. Rowling in the, the actual Harry Potter novels themselves. But I think this is going to end up telling the, the prequel storyline of Grindelwald and Dumbledore and their, their, their greatest battle, the greatest wizarding battle that ever happened according to the Harry Potter lore. Epic Universe coming sometime in the next couple of years and it's going to be, dare I say, epic? That's right, I said it. Epic. So that's your news for this week, and uh, I'm going to turn it over now to my good friend Jen. Now We're going to bring her on. We're going to talk a little bit about what happens when things just don't work. Disney's a massive company with a lot of technology, and not everything works all the time. It just it just happens sometimes where things don't work. And what brought this on, actually, and made me think about this topic was on July 30th, on a Tuesday, a couple of weeks ago, Disney World uh, had probably one of the big, biggest catastrophic failures it had ever had a massive technical outage basically relating to the admission system which results in guests using regular tickets without magic bands they were denied admission for over two hours where the system wasn't functioning so you had your card your little key card to get in you didn't have a magic band you had your little card to get in and you couldn't maybe you had some sort of ticket on your phone or something you couldn't get in nothing worked only the magic bands actually worked and those are for people that were on property or i guess you had to go buy a magic band but even then, you couldn't transfer the information because the system wasn't working. Uh, people were waiting over two hours to get in. Guests were kept at the transportation and ticket center. Cast members were scrambling to kind of keep things organized. And I kudos to those cast members because you have to be ready for anything. But who would have thought, hey, you can't get in. That's a massive thing. Disney did offer guests stuck outside in 90-degree heat uh, complimentary, complimentary water bottles. But I would imagine that that was an insane, insane 
day at Guest Relations, an insane day at Disney World. So we'll talk a little bit about that, plus what happens if your Fast Passes crash or your dining crashes and, you know, you get rude cast members. We'll talk about all of that right now. Okay, so one of my favorite guests, and now we're going to be working together, which is pretty cool. I'll talk a little bit more about that later on and maybe in the future episode, but we will be working together, one of my good friends, Aponistar Jen, on the show with me. Hey, Jen. Hey, Dave. What's up, Uh, Dollar? We're back from your world travels now. You have I been am. all like you were in Germany and France, France. and Australia and Bangladesh. <laughs> I saw you in Arctic Circle. So, no, you, Stein, uh, you know, know. Was, now, was this a, like a, just a personal you and your hubs taking a trip thing? Was it an ABD? Was it a I mean, how, what, just a vacation it, or? No, it was an ABD. So we were mm-hmm. on a Rhine River cruise, actually. But then yeah. we did a little pre-night two, two day vacation in Paris. Um, and then we hopped uh, a train over to Basel, Switzerland, jumped on a Rhine River cruise with ABD. And um, of course, as you know, when we're on trips, we're always working. So it was, of course. you know, it was amazing. I have to say the trip itself was fantastic. ABD does it like nobody else. Literally. So, okay, so, so briefly, talk a little bit about ABD. And I actually want to do episode yeah. of this in future. I have yet, as a travel agent, I have yet to sell an ABD. I've had some interest okay. here and there. But um, give a brief three-minute synopsis on why. And ABD, of course, stands for Adventures by Disney. Adventures by Disney, That is, by Disney, that is yeah. Disney's vacation around the world. Whether yeah. it's stateside, they have stateside locations. Mm-hmm. They have Europe. They have Asia, whatever. So right. three-minute synopsis, what is it, What exactly is Adventures by Disney, and why is, what does it matter? Why does it matter? Great question. Okay, so Adventures by Disney is their, let's call it their world product. So it's the power of Disney and the name and the quality that you expect from you know, the magic from a Disney, but it's not Mickey in your face. You're not like going to a theme park. You are going to these incredible destinations. You're having VIP access to incredible destinations and all of the, the the famous things you want to do, you have that access with no lines, with adventure guides who are telling you stories and you have somebody from the area talking to you. So it's really just tip top there. It has the highest repeat um, rate of any Disney destination. Fun fact. Well, I I, I, I want to go on an ABD. I can't wait to go. And yeah. I know they have everything from weekends in Nashville to mm-hmm. what you said, you know, yeah. the Rhine River cruise and everything like right. that. And so they have trips. And of course, one thing that I think about immediately is the safety. I mean, they Disney is oh, a safe company. So 100%. and you can get it. You can get a trip with with various tour companies and have a great yes, time. Absolutely. But you know that Disney is going to take care of your safety. They're not going to put are, you in any danger. Yes. And I know of and I've heard they're stories where they have canceled it. certain things because they're they like, will. you know what, this is not going to be safe for us. We're not yep. going to do this we're going over here instead and so you know it's it's you can do it and never feel insecure or never feel in danger at all in fact they just brought back egypt this year they've Mm -hmm. had egypt on the books for almost since adventures by disney started but they have not run it because it has not been safe they've not deemed it safe enough so now they've deemed it safe enough so you can feel confident like all right Disney's not going to take me there if it's not safe because that's their number one key. But I mean, they I did um, Adventures by Italy, <laughs> Adventures by Italy, Adventures by Disney right. <laughs> in Italy um, two years ago, and then I did the Rhine River cruise this year. And just to give you an idea of these VIP experiences I'm telling you about, when I was in Italy, we were in the Sistine Chapel by ourselves for half an hour. Wow. That that's, is a picture-taking moment. If That's almost yeah. as impressive as being in front of Cinderella's castle with nobody around Almost. You. Almost. Almost. So yeah. So you're not being shuffled <laughs> through with, like, 2,000 other people, like, going, <laughs> oh, hey, you know, and being pushed through. So um, they really – whenever you have the episode, I'd love to talk about it because it's yeah, a we'll, product we'll, I really we'll believe that. in. 
We will do that. Definitely. Definitely. Because now we can start talking about the same travel agency upon a star travel, which of course, you know, I, I'm magic on a dollar travel planning. I do a lot of travel planning services. You work for Peter, one of the co-founders of upon a star. So, you know, Hey, all your travel needs we're right here. So what I want to talk about, and I I thought it would be kind of a good conversation to have you on for is what happens when the world falls apart. Now I don't mean when the world as a whole, because Mm -hmm. you know, that's, that's the outside world. But when Disney world just doesn't, work um it's a massive company sure. a lot of sure. technology and we can talk all day long about i wish they go back to paper fast passes and i love my paper ticket that's not going to happen it's that's done we're not right. going back to paper tickets and e-ticket little yeah no that's not gonna happen like, here's my b ticket can i ride the boats you know uh, we're not going back to that. i still have some um, do you think they'd accept them so i mean it, well, probably, maybe i don't know um <laughs> put those on ebay make some money off of that I and know, so right. What, uh, what, what spurred this was, of course, a couple of weeks ago, and I haven't done an episode in two weeks. It's just been busy. Yeah. And so I wanted to talk about this. I wanted to talk about this when it happened, but I figured I would just wait till I got back on. Um, what happened a couple of weeks ago was the Magic Kingdom, basically the turnstiles just fell apart. Like if you had a Magic Band, mm-hmm. if you were on property, you could get in. But if you had a hard ticket, if you were off property, if you had a one-day mm-hmm. ticket or whatever, the whole thing just froze and you couldn't get in at all. Now, I don't know if you yeah. had dining reservations, if they could prove that, you know, if you, whatever if let you in. I, I don't know. Yeah. But you've got you've got so many people trying to get in the Magic Kingdom. And I, I you know, right. waits were up to two hours to get into the Magic Kingdom, and they're stretching back Crazy. through it. It was just ridiculous. So let's kind of bring that down as a scope first of, you know, what happens – what happens when your fast passes don't work? You yeah. know your fast passes are right. You've been planning on it. You've looked yep. at my Disney experience yep. on your on your on your phone. You know you've got I've got seven doors my train at nine thirty. Yep. What do you mean it's not working? Uh, none of your fast passes are working, Jen. What what do you do? Right. What happens? That's a great question. And I mean, it's sad to say that it does happen occasionally. Now I can't say it doesn't happen all the time. Things of this magnitude, as you know, it doesn't happen every day. But there are times when technology is technology, and it does. Not cool things. So yes. the first thing I always try to suggest, take a screenshot of yes. your My Disney Experience on your phone or heck, I mean, if you can do like a PDF printout, I know for my clients, I do that sometimes. I do a PDF right. of their entire, like from the computer so that you can see everything listed. And I make sure it's part of their electronic itinerary that I send. And that way they always have access to pull it up on their phone because that's going to work. That right. system that I send through is going to work. So they can say, oh, hey, look, I have Seven Doors Mind Train at 10 a.m., and look, here's the screenshot she sent of my Disney experience and showed, showed the cast member. Yes. I mean, same thing. Yeah. Same thing. I, I do the same thing. I send an email to my clients and usually look a little yeah. touring guide and they'll have an itinerary of the first three pages. I recommend yep. they print it out. Mm-hmm. And I Absolutely. recommend printing it out, give everybody a copy, maybe have a copy in your purse, your backpack yep. or whatever. So if nothing works, uh, my phone doesn't work, the, you know, the because MDE crashed and I can't get a hold of it right. or whatever. Right. You know, hey, but I, and I can't go find a charger because my charger, whatever, you can pull that piece of paper out and Pull say, look. Out. 9.30 to 10.30, it's right mm-hmm. there. Uh, my dining reservation, Center Rose Royal Table, there, it's, it's 493, yep. 74, whatever, you know. So so definitely, that's, yeah. uh, that's have, have something there. Have it have printed out. Have something printed, um, exactly. And, and even if you don't have a travel agent, which I don't know what you're doing with your life, but if you don't have one, <laughs> you know, do that on your own. I mean, make sure yeah. you take a copy of all your reservations and things like that. So, um, you know, what happens at the hotel? Let's talk about the resorts. You get there and you can't get in your, you know, the yeah. magic bands don't work and whatever. Um, my, my, my far, my first thought, it, well, first of all, I know that you can go straight to the parks. You can do online check-in yeah. and everything on the parks. I recommend to my clients, if you can help it, don't do that. Don't do that because more issues happen yes. that way. Truly. Yes. Go to the front desk. It might take an extra 30, 45 minutes to do so. Carve that into your time. If I'm planning your trip, I'm hoping – if I'm planning your trip, I'm not going to have you flying in at 2 o'clock and suddenly you have a dining reservation at 4. No. 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 
no, no, you have plenty of time. If you do that on your own, that's on you. But like, yeah, right. you know, go to the go to the resort, go to the check in. Yes. You physically are in front of a cast member. You can check your band, make sure it works. When you get to your room, everybody in there, check the door, make sure the door key works and everything. Yes. You know, make sure your fast passes look okay. Just have them look it over real quick. Say everything look all right, everything look cool. Yeah. You know, because sometimes they'll say, "Ooh, there's something here. You're double booked on this," or, uh, "Okay, so this isn't. You know, you're you're missing all your fat whatever," and you can fix it right there. Right there. And don't want to get there. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to get to the park and be like, yeah, we you can't get in, and then it's, and I've had people call me from the from the turnstile, hey, we can't get in, uh, something's wrong, and you know, as they traveling, have to go back to the resort, and it's a exactly, terrible call. Exactly, it's a terrible call, and mm-hmm. it, people have to know too that with Walt Disney World, especially once you check in. Disney World takes that reservation over. They do. We as we as travel agents can't just call in and be like, "Hey, you need to fix it." We can call the resort. Sometimes you get a great manager. Sometimes you get a sometimes. manager who's like, "You need to step off. This is my job. I got it now." Okay. And I've had that happen. Yes. I've had great managers that, "Hey, let me take care Absolutely. of the client." I've had managers that are like, "Yeah, no, yeah. I'm sorry. You just need to hang up, and I'll deal with it." And yeah. you know, so I mean, anything to add to that? Your your thoughts on that? Um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree that you have to check in first, as I mentioned, like that's, that's really curbs a lot of issues. The secondary thing is, I would say, be kind to the cast member, because even though you are frustrated and trust me, I would feel the same way. I mean, I have felt the same way things have happened, you know, but it's, it's the system. It's the technology. It's not the cast member usually. And they're, they probably dealt with irate people all day because of it. And just a little bit of kindness will get you a whole lot further. And they're going to be willing to, you know, help you more quickly. It's not going to like create that, you know, so even if I'm upset, sometimes I preface it. Listen, I know this isn't your fault, but I'm upset. So please don't read this. The more upset I am, the more times I say that it's not your fault. Yeah, It's it's not not your fault. fault. The more time fault, but I, I'm really irritated with this whole thing. How yes. can Disney have a $165 billion company and it not work? Yeah. I don't understand. I mean, and I will say, like, I I know that they, they are working on it. They don't want it to happen. So, obviously, there's they are dealing with systems that date all the way back to the beginning of the park opening. You know, so they've got – we've got a whole lot of moving parts right. with this whole thing. And so the ideas are great. Just sometimes the execution right now – because of the technology is just a little right it's a little um interesting but yeah i think going to the resort first and then keep in mind don't panic one thing we know about disney you and i both know this yes they make it right they are going to help you so especially if you go and you're friendly and yes it's going to suck if you're in line for two hours waiting but you know talk to the con hey i had i couldn't get into the park and so this happened Mm -hmm. um they didn't the, the restaurant said that my dining plan wasn't on here and they charged my credit card. That's not a problem. They'll refund your credit card. They'll use a dining credit. That's that's easy for them to right. do. Right. So oh, yeah. they will. Don't panic and be like, oh, my gosh, everything's ruined. Yep. Just let. Yes. Breathe. Yeah. Breathe. breathe. And... Exactly. Take a minute. Yeah. Breathe. Talk to the cast member. Mm-hmm. And, and that was yeah. one of the things I had written down is, you know. You don't want to go up to a cast member or to guest relations, and every yeah. park has a guest relations. It's really they kind do. of the, the core central of they I have do. an issue, can you help me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've actually got little guest relations kiosks set up around the park now where they can do some yeah. things. They can't do a lot. Not but they everything, can do but they can do some uh, things, yeah. So maybe be able to solve your fast craft problems or whatever, or maybe a dining problem or something like that. But one thing right. you don't want to do is roll up in there and be like, okay, so this happened to me. What are you going to do for me, Disney? What are you going to give right. me? Don't do that. No, That's don't awful do that. because – if I'm a cast yeah. member and I have somebody say that to me, I'm like, you know what? I know this morning has sucked for you, but your attitude, 
Uh, I'm going to probably do the bare minimum for you. I'm going to do yeah. what I have to do for you. And well, you know, and yeah. it's it's okay to actually say, yeah, guess what, guys? Because of this whole yeah. issue that's Disney's fault, I missed my three fast passes and we're late for dinner. Yeah. You know, and you help me. And they're probably going to do some fast passes. They're probably going to work on dinner for you. They're going to fix it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's as one of those things can, where you know as best they can. They can't give you your time back. No. Time is time. It is what they it is. Can't. And it just happens sometimes. But I did some little math here, a little a little mm-hmm. bit of math uh, uh, on it. And Magic Kingdom in 2018 had 18 million people come through, come through, come through the gates wow. in one year. Eight, and that's just Magic Kingdom. That's not Disney World. That's Magic Kingdom. Disney World, wow. Let's, say, let's just say that 1,000 people per day at Magic Kingdom had a problem. Fast passes died. Right. Their, their tickets didn't work. They got right. stuck. And, of course, we had a lot of people on June, July 30th. So that's kind of excuse the average. Ooh, but, but, you know, yeah. um, but let's say an average of 1,000 people, that's 365,000 people. And you think that's a lot of people. And it is a lot of people to have issues. It's a lot of people. Yep. Over the course of 18 million people over a year, that is 0.02% of the, te- the attendance at Magic Kingdom for the entire year that has an issue. Now, when it's happening to you, it sucks. You're like, oh I'm, gosh, I'm the 0.2%. But, you know, um, <laughs> and it's really crappy. But just know this is not something that happens to everybody all the time. But no. I have found that when it does happen to me, it feels like when, it is a when it rains, it pours kind of thing. It's almost like, well, this happened, and now that happened. This and happened. Then, and, and I come back, and I'm like, I just, fourth, it's one thing after the other happened to me. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> and it's pretty miserable. Pretty miserable. So um, finally, so let's talk about catastrophic failure. Let's talk okay. about nothing works you know in in the instance of mm. the july 30th i think it was the 30th yeah it was happened. the 30th i think but you couldn't get in which by the way these are people at our property and again what are you doing with your life why are we not on property yeah. um so you know you're trying to get in you can't get in your ticket doesn't work right uh you know what do you do i mean yes you have to stand in line for two hours mm. but what's your recourse how do you deal with this yeah so i mean that's a great question and obviously i hate to say it, the first thing you have to do is you have to go to guest relations you've right. got to go to um, in the Magic Kingdom, it's off to the right hand side. The queue is probably, if it's catastrophic failure, that queue is going to be insane. Yep. So that's number one. Your other option is hopefully the other parks are working. So yep. you could just opt hey, I know I had Magic Kingdom stuff today. I'm going to just grab the monorail, pop over to Epcot, talk to guest relations there. Talk to them hey, I had these fast passes at magic kingdom i was going to come to epcot tomorrow you know whatever you you know whatever the situation is but then at least you can still salvage some park time if you're just like no i'm not waiting in a three-hour queue you know but that would be my second suggestion obviously the best suggestion just stay on property (laughs) exactly exactly easy Easy enough enough. yeah if you're not for some reason Right. Well, and you're you're right. I mean, it's because I can imagine I was I think I tweeted or that, uh, you know, this is a perfect day for guest relations cast members to call in sick because, you know, because, yeah, guest relations, they're going to take a beating and a pounding on that. And it's one of those that you get there and the guest relations line is now two hours long to even talk to anybody. And I'm sure they probably had extra cast members there for that purpose. I'm sure. Trying to solve the problems. And I can imagine, you know, what happens if you're if you're a guest already in the parks and you actually have another issue with something completely different and you're like. I got to talk to guest relations, but holy crap, I can't get in. You know, um, if you can handle not going to guest relations for a while, if you're like, you know what, we missed our fast Mm -hmm. passes. We'll just go later. Wait a couple hours and go back when the line is smaller. Honestly, talk to them. They're not going to be like, no, you weren't here by 10 o'clock. You should have. No, they're not going to say that. Going to work with you. And and I would say too, like if it's just a matter of like, okay, you missed your 10 a.m. seven doors mine train and it's now whatever, either because of a catastrophic issue and now it's now 1 p.m. and the line for guest relations is still out the wazoo. I would honestly go to the mine train and ask the cast member nicely, just explain, Hey, yeah. this is what happened. Yep. Um, you might not be able to help me. And that I, that's something I always say, 
like give them the out that you know they might not be able to for whatever reason. Right. Um, but hey, is there any way that we can honor this now? Because this especially was you know because you have your screenshots of your fast boom. passes and you have it printed out. You're like, I know it's 11:30 right now. I just got in the park. I had a fast pass for 9:30. Can you help me? And yeah. you're right. You're. I mean, and then if there's 70 people all crowding, then the chances are they might say, you know what? I'm sorry, we <laughs> like can't I do can't. This. Right. right. But they may let people go on it. You know, it's just one of those things. You, you know. Now there is every now and then. Every now and then, you, you know, Disney World is the most magical place on earth. Absolutely. Sixty thousand people work there. Not yeah. every single one of them are magical as magical as they could be. It's true. So, so Jen, what happens if you have an issue and you get a cast member that is just not wanting to help you? Because I know that there are two. There are two versions mm-hmm. of the law. There's the letter of the law and the spirit of the law. That's and sometimes right. every now and then you'll get a cast member that says, "This is the policy, and we're gonna follow it no right. matter what." That's like that. That, that makes sense, but that makes no sense because, yeah. you know, whatever. So what do you do if you get a cast member that just isn't, isn't magical? Isn't magical. So I, I have done this one time. And so I don't recommend doing this all the time. I you punch them. Don't do yes. that. Don't no, punch I, people. Oh, why? You in that so temper. Fun. I know. No. <laughs> um, no, typically if I'm going to guest relations to talk about a cast member, I'm giving them a compliment. Like I try to go give two or three compliments, whether I'm tweeting them, whether I'm going to guest relations right. and say, hey, give me a form because that they appreciate that. I've had some amazing cast members yes. over mm-hmm. the years. One time, and funnily enough, it was at Seven Doors Mine Train. <laughs> <laughs> he was rude. And I'm not even talking like a letter of the law thing. Like, because it's one thing. Okay. Yeah. I was half an hour late. Right. We overslept on me. I just want to And, you know, I said, Hey, you know, I just tried to scan in and he's like, well, why are you late? And I was like, well, yeah, we kind <laughs> of overslept. And he's like, you have to come back with me and blah, 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 blah. I can't honor this. And it wasn't just that he was friendly about it and, you know, like, like, hey, you know what? I'm sorry. We just can't right now. So not, not really anything I can do. Maybe go talk to guest relations. Right. No, it wasn't that he was unmagical. He was actually rude. I took note of his name, the city he was from. And I went to guest relations and they, um, they were able to, you know, kind of make it right for me. Right. And I, I said, I really hate to do this. And he said, the, the member, I, cast member I spoke to just basically said, he's like, no, that should not have been handled that way. We will address it. Right. Thank you for bringing oh, it yeah. to our attention, you know, and basically made it right. My day went on. It was fine. Good. Good. I don't recommend doing that unless it's, you know because sometimes they really can't maybe the queue is you know maybe like the splash mountain queue is stretched all the way down past the shop like over the bridge because Mm -hmm. whatever happened and they can't honor your late fast pass they just might not be able to and that's okay if it's a situation though where they are truly being rude and maybe they've had a bad day i always try to think maybe they've had a bad day people have been upset blah 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 and that can happen but there is a level where it's like Mm, all right, that was. That was if you're gonna be this off. rude, maybe you should come off the stage and go back. Yeah, for a little like while. you might need to go take yeah, a break, yeah, yeah. you know, and and come back later. So, like I said, that's only in extreme situations that I go report a cast member for something like that. Otherwise, I try to give like happy things. Right, well, but the other option is come back later because you know, yes, be a different a, cast member. That's a good deal too. Yeah. 
Talk to another cast member. Talk, talk to a different somebody, yeah. We and, and I know this is well, I know as a travel planner, I do this when I'm on the phone and I I'm guessing yeah. you may do the same thing. Um, you know, we for the audience, we have to call into a certain a certain Disney travel agent yep. line. We call them, mm-hmm. we get a cast member. Um, you know, sometimes they're good, sometimes they're not as good as you want them to be. And and among among travel agent circles, we actually have names that we know that are great and we're like, Oh my gosh, I got so and so fantastic, you know, and Mary oh Jane! I got I got I got so and so okay, you know, and um and but Shut what I will do there, there's there's two levels. If I have to do something like add a ticket to a package or, you know, change, uh, change some little something or add, change it, you know, yeah. a name is misspelled or whatever. Yeah. yeah. No matter who I get, I'll suffer through it. You know, whatever. If I've got something bigger, I've got to adjust dates. I've got to do a switch around. I've got to, you know, we yep. get change lead. Yes. Something harder. Yep. If I don't get a tone, if I don't get a friendly tone in the first 10 to 15 seconds from the cast member, I will excuse myself. Hey, you know, I'm, you know what? I'm so sorry. I've got to call back. Yeah. Hang up, and I will call back until I get a good cast member that I know will help me and take care of me because I don't want to yep. deal with rude people. I just don't. No, I, well, I and, don't. and we don't have time. No one yeah, has time don't. for that. It's like we don't. We gotta, yeah. We don't. But one thing you can do in, in, in Disney World is, and Disneyland too, is give a cast compliment, especially Absolutely. if you're on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, you can say, so uh, you know, I, I dealt with Randy over at Cosmic Race. He was amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, we had this happen and he helped us, blah, blah, blah. It was above and beyond. Yeah. Hashtag cast compliment. Yep. And then make sure you at WDW today. Yep. And, you know, this doesn't happen all the time, but a lot of times they will print those tweets out and they will give it to the cast member and the cast take a picture of it and they'll post it later yeah. and say, so it's okay. And I've had that happen twice with me. Like, me you too. see the cast holding my tweet. And I'm like, that's awesome. Um, and I probably wouldn't do it like, hey, they smiled really friendly at me and gave my kid a high five. Cast compliment. That's yeah. great. That's great that he right. did that. But I try to save it for the things that are really like, that is amazing. That yeah. is awesome. They went above and beyond. They're so yeah. helpful. Or they made a so, magical moment. They exactly. did this. Yeah, they saw this and they were proactive. Absolutely. I try to take two or three names every time yep. and tweet yep. them or go to the front yep. desk. And just hold your patience when things like this happens because yeah. there's only so much that can be done. It just it is what it yeah. is and it stinks. I paid a lot of money for this vacation and it's re- yeah. Don't let a two hour snafu ruin a week long vacation. Exactly. You just can't do that. You so, just can't okay, do so it. real quick as we wrap up, Jenna, what's the worst thing that's happened to you at Disney World? Like the one thing that you're just like, Ooh. I will always remember this thing that just fell apart for me. Oh man. Oh, that's a, that's a hard one. So well, this, think this, about it. And I, let me tell you mine real quick. Okay, you go ahead. Yeah. Since you're thinking, um, we, my, my, my wife and I, and my son, and he was maybe four at the time. And, uh, this is 2015. So yeah, three or four. Uh, and my mother-in-law, we were all went to the, we all checked into the beach club and we had a standard room, which if you know anything about the beach club and the uh, yacht club, standard rooms are in the very back of the resort. They like, are way back. It's great that you're inside. It's great that you're on car, but that is a long walk. Long to those, to those, those things. So uh, we went to the we went to the Christmas party. We actually stayed the night before at All Star Movies. One night, you know, real quick, just mm-hmm. went in there because our flight got in. We stayed overnight. We were going to transfer to 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 Yacht Club actually. Yep. Um, and so you know, we got our luggage transferred, and we went to the Christmas party. This was November 2015, and uh, you know, we got back to the room, and there's no luggage. There's no luggage there. And so my wife's getting trying to get ready for bed. My mother-in-law's trying to get ready for bed. I got a kid who's, you know, he's three or four and he's grumpy and he's sort of sleeping or whatever, you know. And and so um so we get to the room and the room itself has there's wet, it's wet into the carpet. And there is no uh there's there's no luggage. And so I go downstairs and that's a long walk down to the front and whatever. It turns out, long story short, our luggage was still at all-star movies. It never got brought over. And so it's now 1.30 in the morning. The kid is half awake. We have breakfast in the morning, like 9 o'clock at the Magic Kingdom. Um, you know, nobody can get ready for bed because all of our stuff is in there, which, by the way, you need to have a toiletry bag just in case something yes. happens. 
That's something we didn't do. Uh, so turns out, I mean, I was there actually for over two hours in the lobby trying to wait for it. So somebody actually, one of the cast members, got in their own personal van, drove to All-Star Movies. Because when they called over there, there was like one guy working in the luggage area, and he was across the property, so he never answered the phone. This guy got in his van, personal van, drove over there, grabbed our luggage, and brought it to us like on his own, which was amazing. Oh, wow. He gave us some fast passes. They worked us out. They moved us to a different room. They moved us to a, a, a like a premiere room right near the front. I literally was 60. I counted 62 steps from the lobby. That's how close we were <laughs> right there. So they moved us the next day, which was awesome. So they took care of us. But, man, it was just so miserable. They, they took care of our dining reservation. Of course, it, we missed it because mm-hmm. we all slept in. Um, but that was probably the worst thing that ever happened. Because at the time, because I didn't know what they were going to do mm-hmm. at the time. My family's exhausted. I'm exhausted. I'm frustrated. And I'm like, you know, again, I'm like, sir, it's yeah. not your fault. But, you know, and the next day I actually came back and saw the guy at the front desk, too. And, and I apologized to him. I was like, you know, I want you to know that you guys really took care of us. I am sorry if I was snappy at you last night. I snapped at you a couple times last night. I was really tired. It's OK. You did. You were fine. You know, I know you were upset and everything was good. And we tried to take care of you. You did great. You did great. I gave him a yeah. compliment. So that was the, probably the worst thing that happened to us. Um, and it, it worked out. It worked out. So yeah, what about that's you? good. So I think the worst thing for me was um, a day, it was probably, it was really soon after my Disney experience started, because Magic Bands were still a pretty darn new thing. At like that 2013-ish. Point. I would say right, that, 20, yeah. I think it was more like 2014. Yeah, and we I had our was... annual pass holder ma- Magic Bands and, you mm-hmm. know, and everything. We could not get our bands to work for anything. They oh, no. switched bands. We could not get a band to work for, I mean, it was ridiculous. We could never access our room. We had gone back, I think, five different times. We were at the Contemporary, and they ended up giving – they still had some of those key cards. You know, like the – Yeah, the key cards. Key to the world cards. Yeah, they still had the key to the world cards. They ended up having to give us those to use for (laughs) the – Wow. It was insane. So, I mean, after five times, that's annoying because you're, like, hoofing back and forth, and you can't get it to work. And then, like – it would work. It wouldn't work for dining and you couldn't enter your pin code. And then it was locked out. And then the cast member couldn't figure out why it was locked out. We because it's all with, so new. Yeah. Was also, we stood at a concierge for, I think it was like an hour and a half. Wow. Them trying to work out Brady's, my experience account is still jacked up as a result. Like <laughs> to this day is still jacked up. He should and, just start a new one. Just start a brand know, new account. We like, yeah. we like literally, we literally should. Um, and then I'm trying to think what they ended up. Oh, but here's why it worked out. (laughs) Turns out that there was a loophole at that point. I shouldn't say this, but, um, we discovered (laughs) that we could make three extra fast passes on our key to the world cards that were separate from our nice, (laughs) nice. So it sort of worked out. Okay. It sort of worked out at the end. It was fine, but it was, yeah, that was a bit of a nightmare because it was just like, everything was new anyway. And it wasn't like we figured out how to troubleshoot stuff. So yeah. Yeah. I sort of miss the paper fast passes. I do kind of miss that. And I kind of wish, I don't know how they would do it, but I kind of would love to see them go to the max pass version that they have at Disneyland where you do the fast passes on app. As soon as you get into the park, there's no advanced where I love it. Um, of course that's also, I don't know, 20,000 people at any given time versus 60 to 70,000 at any given time. More than that, maybe. So, yeah, you know, uh, 
So yeah, so yeah, but uh, but anyway, so so Jen, yeah. good conversation, great, yeah. uh, great, great information about what to do when everything just falls apart because every now and then it will. Let's hope it, it will, doesn't, but right? it does sometimes. It does sometimes. But remember, point zero two percent. Point zero two. Yes, point zero two percent exactly. So uh, oh. it's really kind of sobering when you think about those small, tiny numbers. But again, yeah. it does suck if you're actually a part of that point two percent. You're like, I'm part of the mm. one thousand today. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so Divas Dish Diz uh, podcast, um, new episodes, new episode just dropped or is it coming out? Uh, yeah, every other uh, week. So actually we're a little bit late cause I was traveling. Um, right. so we're actually doing it tonight and we'll drop it tomorrow morning. Um, so, and I just got my mail. Oh, hey, hey, hey. Very nice. <laughs> thanks mail guy. <laughs> um, oh, that's right. Cause the mail guy comes into your office, doesn't he? Yeah. He comes into our office. He, he never uses our mailbox. He just walks in. We that tell him perfect. we prefer that. So, but in any That's case, fun. yeah, um, we should be dropping a new episode tomorrow, which I don't know when this one's airing. So, mm-hmm. um, but typically we're on Tuesdays, every right. other Tuesday. Well, we had a great episode sure with Rob Plays. Go back and so. find episode 152. That's the one that I was on recently yeah. from July. You know, that's, that's the, it that's was, it was one. sweets week. And so obviously we had to promote, you know, <laughs> bring all the big stars <laughs> and stuff. And I get that and everything. Obviously. So, uh, <laughs> but, but anyway, Jen, delightful to have you on again. Um, we'll be obviously talking a lot more on the podcast, especially yeah, now that we're, totally. now that we're working together even more, Woo-hoo! which is great. And so, uh, thanks for coming on. Hey, yeah. Thanks, Dave. We'll uh, be talking to you soon. And that is going to do it for this episode of the Magic on a Dollar podcast. Guys, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you coming back every week listening to the show. Uh, And even if we miss a week, I I know for a fact that some of you go back and listen to old episodes because I've heard people tell me about it. Hey, guess what, David Dollar? I went back and listened to all of them. That's awesome, but that's a lot of me in your ear. Uh, maybe you can have too much me. I'm not really sure. But so glad you guys are listening. Of course, you can find Jen on Twitter at Jen, and she's on Twitter, also on Facebook. She's a part of the Divas Dish Diz podcast. Find them on Twitter and Facebook as well. Listen to their show. Good show. I've been on the show a couple of times, and I really enjoy talking to those ladies. Maybe I'll be on the show again. I don't know, but... Uh, Find me on Twitter at Magic on a Dollar. Find me on Facebook at Magic on a Dollar and Disney on a Dollar. And, of course, my website, MagicOnADollar.com. Two other podcasts real quick. I am, of course, a co-host of the Deucecast Movie Show. We talk about movies. We just released an episode on Quentin Tarantino. And I will tell you that the episode itself is language-free. We don't... You're a family show, and even when talking about something like Tarantino, it's families can still listen. There are no language... There's no harsh language in the episode. Any clips we play, we made sure we edited it down very, very carefully to make sure that you and your entire family can listen to us talk about movies. And, of course, on Mondays, My Kid Got the Autism. Uh, that's a podcast from a dad, myself, who has no idea what he's doing, talking about life with an autistic child. And uh, that's a lot of fun. Got a good, got a lot of good feedback on that. Find that on Mondays as well. So there you go, folks. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to thank a Phoenician. Thanks for listening. Continue the conversation by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Magic on a Dollar, Facebook at Disney on a Dollar, and of course, magiconadollar.com. See you real soon.